Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach, and we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. Hey, I'm Brad Miller and here with Jason Medford. And today we're going to talk about buying a car. Yes, yes. we're talking about buying a car on a spiritual podcast, um, because as we've been talking about the past couple of weeks, everything is spiritual, as is buying a car. Yeah, and so a lot of you are going to be like, okay, you guys are smoking something, and no, we're not, okay, but we, we thought it would be kind of a fun example, because like Brad said, we we keep telling you everything is spiritual, so let's let's just pick something you know and again if you if you're a regular listener you kind of know brad's story you know how his wife ended up in an accident she was safe but the car was totaled some of the things you know around that of him kind of saying hey you know what i i dealt better with it now than i would have two or three years ago right so i'm i'm on i'm on the path i'm doing better um but take what seems to be just a menial routine sort of thing and show how it is spiritual or how it can be if you kind of place your attention or think about it that way so so okay so brad and i and i don't know the story yet i'm getting everything you know fresh off of this too so i haven't heard brad's uh you know whole story about this but um you know where i guess where do you where do you want to start in this story brad to 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 kind of get get into this I think a lot of people, when they think about the idea of shopping for a car, um, they, they they kind of picture this awful, terrible experience dealing with pushy salespeople and, you know, lots of lots of standing around and waiting and, you know, just just not a really pleasant situation. Um, I think that's kind of the that's where perception a lot of people have going into it. And that was completely the opposite of how I went into this whole thing. Um, because I know we talked about, um, the previous episode about how, you know, my wife, you know, hit the deer and both the car and the deer got totaled in it. And, you know, I could have been like, all right, this is awful. This is a terrible thing. Now I've got to go through the process of finding a new car and replacing the one I have. And, you know, I went from, you know, having a car that's paid off to now I have to go back to having car payments again. And like, I could have had this really terrible you know, thought about the whole process, but instead I chose to, uh, I chose to think of it as, as an adventure, as a, a, an opportunity that you don't get to do every day. Like how often do you actually go and get a new car? You know, for some people who maybe, you know, draw, wait until the car, you know, you know, dies on them. It could be 10, 12, whatever years on the car before they, um, you know, go do this again. So I decided I was going to approach this whole process um, with not only something, this is going to be fun. I had to go drive these test drive. These cars this is going to be a good time. Um, but I went into it with a thought. This is going to be easy. Like it's not going to be a stressful situation at all. This is going to be something that is going to be a pleasant. Um, and I'm, 
not going to have expectations about the process. It's going to take the time it takes. And I'm going to come out with the best car for me, whatever that may be. Um, you know, and there was some ideas I might have had, but for the most part, you know, we just kind of let things uh, come out as it, as it did. So, so I think, you know, and again, I'll kind of stop and summarize a little bit to just kind of reinforce some of the stuff we've talked about, mm-hmm. but, but the, the, you know, this first part of, like you said, most people see car buying as an awful experience, stressful, mm-hmm. sleazy car salesman, you know, all the kind of stuff that goes along with that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but you chose to have a different pers- perspective or perception on what you wanted that experience to be, right? And so again, it just raises up that whole idea of intention and 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 expectations is, is the wrong thing because you know again we're not we're not expecting certain results. We're kind of surrendering to it, but it's like, hey, I want this to be an easy and fun experience, right? Because like you said, you don't you don't buy a new car every year. I mean, some people do every year, every two or three years if they're leasing. But for the most part, you know, we don't. Those of us who kind of buy the car and then keep it until we no longer need it or it no longer runs, a lot of times it's 10, 15 years, right? Right. So, so that was a good point of going into this situation kind of with the right attitude and the right intention of it being fun and easy. Right. And so again, I don't know the whole story too. So I want to kind of hear some of the fun and easy stuff. Right. So, (laughs) so I know you went and test drove some cars. What were some of the different cars that you went and test drove and what was the experience like? Yeah. So before we, we kind of started to the test drive process, I talked to my wife and we came up with a, you know, like what are we, what kind of thing we're looking for? Like, you know, we decided that we wanted something with all wheel drive that would be good for the area that we live in. And we, you know, and I don't really like necessarily the way that SUVs drive. I like more of a, of a sedan sort of a feel. And, you know, if I'm driving a car, I want the enjoyment of driving a car. So I wanted some sort of a, of an all wheel drive sedan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that right there really limited it down to a handful of vehicles. Um, I wasn't necessarily looking for any luxury models or anything like that. Um, so I came up with a list of, I know it was five or six different cars that I was interested in and then try- looked to see where there were dealerships around that would have those vehicles. So I could then come up and say, all right, well, here's the ones I want to check out and here's where I can go to check those out. Um, and so we devoted a Saturday to go and just test drive cars. Um, we shut my daughter off to her grandma's house and we, we start, all right, where's the first one on the list, the closest to us and kind of went, um, went from there. Um, we started at at a Toyota dealership, um, and met a, probably my favorite, uh, salesperson, very first thing. Um, who was very low key. He was very like, Hey, what are you looking for? You interested in a test drive? Here you go. Here are the keys are in it. You know, that kind of deal um, is very pleasant and enjoyable to work with. And so that started off the morning really well in a positive light. Um, we touched on a couple cars. One was really nice, but probably not what I was really looking for a little bit above what I was looking for. Um, and then the other cars we drove, we were actually disappointed in. Um, we expected it to be a little higher quality and just the ride wasn't and the feel of the build wasn't that way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I should probably like we decided we're looking for I wanted a new car. Um, you know, everything in the past I've always had bought used cars. Um, but we decided, you know what, I don't want to have to deal with the, the all the maintenance issues and all that kind of stuff that comes with a used car. I want something's going to be brand new that I don't have to worry about that stuff mm-hmm. at the lower cost of of you know per year ownership. So that kind of dictated what I started to look at and where I went. So that was the first the uh the first trip of the morning um and kind of locked there like well this one would be nice it's probably not what we're going to go with but um you know kind of got us in the right i think the right mindset um you know and again i didn't get down when the one car wasn't up to snuff um you know we just kind of went down to the road to the next dealership Mm -hmm. so what happened at the next dealership then I'm starting so, to see some some weaves here that I'm going to tie back in, but I want to kind of <laughs> see a couple yeah. more of these. Off. Yeah. So the next dealership was a Subaru dealership mm-hmm. um, because Subaru, or not Subaru, but a Kia dealership, I'm sorry. Um, and um, in the past, my wife has known Kias as kind of these cheap little, you know, you want the cheapest thing you can get. They'll still get you from where to go. That's what you buy a Kia for. Um, they've, Changed and improved a lot since then. I believe they were bought by Hyundai, who's done a lot with with the brand or whatever. Um, but I kind of went into it as like, you know what? They've got a four wheel drive sedan, an all wheel drive. I mean, you know, let's let's test it out. Um, and I really enjoyed the car. Um, it was a blue car, you know, kind of bright blue, um, and it was kind of a fun thing to drive around and test drive. Um, it definitely was better than the uh, the cars that we driven previous at the Toyota dealership. Um, and so we were like, yep, this is definitely one that's on our list to consider to go forward. Um, you know, it had all it kind of checked all the boxes. Like I said, it um, was all wheel drive was a sedan. Um, I really I, I kind of wanted something that would have either like a sunroof or like open top to let sunlight and stuff like that in. Um, that's something kind of important to me. Um, and ultimately, it was something that I enjoy driving. Like I'm not planning on doing a ton of driving with it because I work from home but I wanted something that I would enjoy driving down the road in, you know, if I didn't want to drive it, if I it's like, this is not very enjoyable, then what's the, per- what's the point. Right. Mm-hmm. Which actually, I mean, that's something that I kind of take throughout life at this point is if I'm doing something that's not enjoyable, what's, what's the purpose? What's the point? Right. Okay, so we got the Toyota dealership then you went to the Kia. Yep. And like I said, I think yep. there's some, there's some interesting points that Brad's making that I want to come back, but I kind of like to get more of the sure. the story. So, so Toyota, Kia, then what was next? Yep. So then I decided that I was going to go and test drive one of the cars that on my wish list, a car that I had wanted to drive that I kind of had on necessarily a vision board, but like, you know, I saw myself someday driving a car like this. So we went to an Audi dealership. Um, I went and I drove an Audi, which is something I've always wanted to do. Um, in the past, I had felt um, out of place, would have felt out of place at an Audi dealership. Like, you know, this is not a place that people like me would would be, would get a car. Like, I'm better off with the Toyota dealership than I'm here at this more of a luxury brand. Um, but I had no feeling like that at all. Um, you know, went to the dealership and, and met and talked with the dealer. Uh, or the, the salesperson who was probably my second favorite salesperson, again, very low pressure. Um, and I, you know, had a great time driving the car. Uh, it was a, a great ride. Again, checked all the boxes off. Um, I knew it was going to be 
more than what we were looking to spend at the time, which was fine. But again, the purpose of that was just to have that trip was just to have fun. Mm -hmm. Like just to be able to drive it just for the experience of being able to sit in there and drive that car. Um, And so that's kind of what I went with. And I, you know, like I said, satisfied that completely. Okay. So we got Toyota, Kia, Audi. I know you mentioned Subaru. So Subaru comes in here somewhere, but what what else? That is the next place we went. Yep. Subaru was next. Okay. Subaru dealership. Um, you know, Subaru is known for their all-wheel drive vehicles, so it made perfect sense that that would be where we'd go. We go check stuff out, um, and was very disappointed. Hmm. Um, I had higher, found that I had some expectations for what it would be because of that, because you know, in my mind, well, you know, Subaru all-wheel drive is kind of what they do. You know, they're known for that, the quality. They supposedly have very good um, resale value and things like that. And driving it, I was like. I mean, it's better than Toyota that we drove the first, you know, the the first place, but it still didn't meet up to the key even, um, mm. despite that. The ride just wasn't as, as nice. The um, It just wasn't as enjoyable to ride. And I knew, like, you know what? Could it be on the list? Probably. But the Kia not only is a little bit cheaper, but it's more fun to drive. Mm. So Interesting. Subaru was a, was a no there. Okay. Yeah. Or was there anything else, or were those the, the only ones you went so to? So then, the last the last car that I was looking to do was a Nissan. Um, okay. So the last two cars I've had, including the one that met its demise with the Deer, was the Nissan Altima, and now Nissan Altimas come in all wheel drive versions. So I was like, all right, well that we'll, we'll check it out. Um, now, I went through this whole process, kind of thinking, you know what, it might be fun to have something different. I've had two Nissan Altimas. Um, you know, they were very similar in the cars to each other. You know, it may be fun to do something like different. You know, the Kia would be different, different color, different feel, whatever like that. You know, um, I, I don't want to feel like I'm kind of getting in the rut of always the same thing. Yeah. So I'm trying to be open to these other cars and things. Um, so I we we drove the the um the Nissan. First of all, the the salesperson was the most pushy person that we met all the whole time. Um, it was a like it was he came out at one point after we were done driving. He was like, you know, the tradition, like what will take you to get what would take you to get in this car today sort of deal. Um, and, and my thoughts in my head was absolutely nothing. Like there's nothing that you can say <laughs> or do at this point that would get me to buy this car today from you because you were very pushy. And, you know, like I explained, I've had this car, this almost exact same car twice in a row now. Like everything is very similar. Like things are where I'm used to them being. There's only slight changes, upgrades. Um, but yeah, he pretty much t- treated me like I'd never been in a car before and felt like he had to go through every single feature. Even was like, oh, yep, I'm familiar with that one, but yet kept on going with it. So it was a very bad experience. But my wife and I just kind of laughed at it at the end after afterwards because we're like, this kid is trying way too hard. He was the youngest person we dealt with. He's obviously trying really hard to make a sale here. So I got to give him credit for that. Like he's hustling, he's trying here, you know, but he's not listening. Yeah. Like what I'm trying to tell him, he's not listening to it. He's got the spiel in his head about what he's got to do and he's got to follow the script. Um, And I like the car, but I wouldn't buy, you know, if I decided to buy Nissan, I would not buy one from him specifically because of that. Interesting. Um, 
So those were the dealership. Those were the cars that I had looked into the on my list. And so I'm like, all right, I hate to say it, but the Nissan was the most enjoyable to drive of all of them. Uh, the cars seemed to be the most solid of all of them that I drove. It had the best kind of get up when I, when you hit the gas the acceleration, it just seemed the most sturdy. Like it was just, it just felt like the best car. Um, and so I'm like, I, I really wanted to try something different, but that was kind of what, what felt the best. Um, my wife's like, well, let's, let, let's, you know, I want to make sure that it's not just because that's what's familiar to you. So let's redrive some of these other ones. You know, let's go and redrive a Subaru and let's do the, the, um, the, the Kia and let's do them back to back. Like, cause we had like a lunch break between a couple and we did the Audi in there and stuff. And so she's like, there's been some time. Let's do back to back to back and see what you think when you've driven them back to back and, and see, compare them directly that way. So I went and I did the key again and I did a Subaru again and same thing came out. You know what? It's the Nissan. This feels the best. Interesting. Okay. So before we get to the end of the story, for sure, let's, let's just kind of talk about this because again, you know, again, from us, from a spiritual perspective, right. I mean, what, what can we learn here and how, how this was a spiritual experience for Brad. Right. And I, and I know one of the things that you talked about at the beginning was criteria, mm -hmm. right. That, that you had kind of come up with criteria. You said, look, I'd like it to be all wheel drive sedan. Cause I like the feel of a sedan, you know, I want something new. I don't, I don't want used. I'd like to have a sunroof or, you know, some, some kind of thing over the top. Um, but something that you enjoy to drive, right. Cause you wanted to feel excited to go out and get in your car and feel excited that you're buying a new car. Right. Because, because yep. that excitement, right. Is a higher vibration frequency. Right. And so again, we want to try to spiritually speaking too, we want to get to those, those spaces as much of the time that we can. <clears throat> so you set some criteria, but you weren't necessarily limiting in uh, what you had chosen. And again, you know, I mean, maybe there's some subconscious stuff because like you said, you know, the Nissan is what you're used to and you have certain perceptions about some of the brands or maybe some of the, the salespeople, right, that you're dealing with as well. But, you, you know, you, again, you just kind of, came up with the criteria mm -hmm. you had a plan and you kind of went boom 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 right and then i think mm -hmm. again what was kind of interesting at the end of it is you know you and your wife sat down and said okay well now let's you know just because this is the last one that we went to let's make let's not just oh i'm tired i'm exhausted let's buy it because i i'm just done car shopping Right. But to, to be able to, to stop and kind of tune and listen. Right. Because again, um, I know you well enough too, that it's like, you know, when you were, when you were driving and you say it feels right, it wasn't, you were feeling it from a spiritual standpoint. I'm guessing I'm not trying to put words <laughs> in your mouth, but I know how you are. You were, you were, you were probably kind of sitting there saying, you know, again, going within, you know, kind of like, well, you know, this meets the criteria. Is this, you know, in my highest and best use, right? Is this, is this the one that I need to be in right now? Or is this the one that I need to be in right now? And you weren't, you, obviously there was probably some logical stuff that was still going on, but that you were trying to quiet your mind mm 
mm-hmm. yep. and really get that sense from from the universe what what is best for you right now because ultimately it doesn't matter right any right. of these cars exactly. would get you from point a to point b um mm-hmm. you know, utilitarian wise it would be fine but again you know from from where you're trying to feel where you're trying to be obviously having a car that you love that you enjoy driving is going to be important now, I wanted to ask you too about the Audi because, you know, again, I kind of I kind of know, uh, you know, from there where, to, but just to bring this up a little bit too of, you know, again, maybe rewind four or five years ago, it sounds like you wouldn't have even gone into an Audi dealership like, you know, you know I, I guess, well, why wouldn't you have gone into an Audi dealership five years ago? What, what would have been the things going through your head or what would have stopped yeah. you from going there? Well, I mean, the very first thing was I can't afford anything here. Um, you know, and I'm not the kind of person that shops here. Um, you know, the, the salesperson's just going to take a look at me and realize that I'm just here to, you know, and not actually going to be able to buy anything. And, you know, and I went into that. He's not expecting to buy anything anyway, but, um, you know, in the past I would have been like, well, what's the part, what's the point? Like, I'm never going to buy anything. I can't afford it. It's, you know, it's, it's above kind of the price that I'm looking for at this point. Um, you know, it's a nicer thing than what I've had in the past. Like why even bother? Let's just skip on and let's focus on like what the next place that's, you know, we've got something more realistic. You know, I know in the past I saw myself as kind of a, a realist, which is really just a fancy way of saying I was a pessimist. Oh, I love that. Okay, I got to write that one down, right? <laughs> Realistic actually equals pessimistic, right? Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and I think it's interesting because I'm going to, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to use some slightly different wording mm-hmm. um, that because I felt this way too, right? And, and, and when you say, well, I'm not really the kind of person that shops there. A lot of times what we're really saying, right, to ourselves is I'm not worthy Worthy. Mm -hmm. or good enough for that. Yep. Right. And and that's, you know, when you say it that way, that like stings a little bit more. Right. But, you know, what it tells me about Brad, because I've known him for several years now and I've seen his growth and development, too, is now Brad has a better sense of self-worth mm-hmm. to realize that Brad is good enough to, to, to drive an Audi. He's, he's no different than anyone else um, that, you know, again, he can, he can do that if he wants to, but again, no expectations to it, right? It's just something that was fun that you wanted to do. So why not? Right. Exactly. I mean, you've got time on the Saturday, your daughter's with grandma anyway, just go have fun. Cars. Right? Just, just go test drive it. Stop in but, but I thought too, what was interesting is at the end when you were at the Nissan dealer and you said the salesperson was just horrible. Yep. You know, again, uh, an act of spiritual maturity was instead of getting sucked down into and feeling manipulated and, oh my gosh, icky about this guy, you and your wife chose to just laugh about it. Right. Which, which I think, and kind of put it in perspective, you know, of, well, yeah, it's a young kid. He's probably, you know, one of the newer salespeople. He's probably getting ridden by his sales manager to, 
to perform and, and, and he's been taught you know the 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 standard script because that what is it going to take to get you in that car today that's that's a standard yep. sales technique that they teach all, all of them um and so you could kind of see and realize you know and maybe even separate the person from what was coming out of his mouth a little bit too like mm-hmm. the kid's just trying hard he's pissing yep. me off and he's not listening but he's trying. And so I'm going to give him credit for, <laughs> for that. Right. Where, you know, again, years ago, you might've just gotten yeah. angry about it, held on to it and got in that right. space. Like, no, you know, shut up. You know, I'm the one buying here. You listen to me, mister, you know, kind of a thing. Right. And then fumed as we drove home. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't do that as well. Right. So interesting. So, Drum roll. Mm-hmm. So what did Brad end up deciding to do? What did you, what did you come home with? So and that was a Saturday. Um, that was we a did Saturday. All that. We came home um, and kind of, I've just kind of collapsed on the couch after all that. And like, that's just, that was exhausting. It was fun at the time. Like I, you know, could feel the energy while I was going and everything else. But then definitely when I got home, I just got like a woof and it was gone. And like, mm-hmm. I just need to like take a, a, long, a long nap. It's kind of the way that I felt after oh. all that. Um, and so, uh, the next day was Sunday. We didn't do anything on Sunday. Um, and then it came Monday and, uh, my wife was working remote that day. And so I'm like, you know, I'd kind of like to go out and, and kind of test drive that key again. Um, uh, it's local dealership, you know, so it's going to take 15 minutes to get there. Um, you know, because I know that I enjoyed the, the Nissan and driving it next to the 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 um, the, uh, the Nissan, but you know those are one and two for me. So I've got it down to these two, and I'd kind of like to drive it again, just to make sure that that's you know kind of I know that I'm comfortable in knowing what I'm doing, what I want to do, right? So we went to back to the um, to the Kia dealership. Had the same salesperson we did last time, uh, Pedro was his name, um, and took another test drive in that one. Um, and then I actually let my wife drive as well because the first on Saturday, she didn't do any driving. It was all me. She's like, you know what? This is your car. This is all your thing. You drive. I just, I'm going to stay out of it. Um, then on Monday when we went out, she actually drove. Then I pulled off to the side and swatched, switched with her, and then she got a chance to drive. Um, as well and she's like okay yep that was a fun car whatever you know she really liked the color and stuff as well again that bright blue and they actually had a red version too and um and, I was, and she's like yeah, it was a really good car she's like i think you'd be happy with it um you know um and so i'm like well i'd kind of like to test drive the nissan again then right next to it again just to verify that you know because again she want to make sure that it was actually like this is what I felt was the right one. And not that I was trying to like think through it and, and all that stuff. Um, so we went to a different uh, Nissan dealership. Um, one that we'd gone to the last time, or actually the very first time I looked for a car and had a terrible experience at. Mm. And so we're like, you know what? We're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're closer. They've got a car, that, a model that we can test drive. We're just going to go to test. We're not going to buy there. Cause it was like a, a black. I mean, that was the other thing is I didn't know white cars and no black cars. Um, mm. The one they had there was black. So I'm like, I'm not going to buy the car there, but at least I can test drive it 
and then back to back and again and verify. And then also my wife could drive as well and see if she got the same feeling that I did. So we went to the dealership and drove that car um, and then she drove it. And as soon as like we, we like got back into our car to leave, she's like, yep, the Nissan. She's like, there's just like, like you can just tell like that's the car. Um, and so we were like, yep, let's go with the Nissan. Um, so then it was up to figuring out the details of getting something. Um, and, and throughout this process, I have been visualizing myself sitting in a car in my driveway. Um, not a specific model or brand or anything, but sitting in a car, both in my driveway, driving down the road, um, and just the feeling of, of enjoying being in there, of enjoying driving down the road. Um, and, and so I kind of kept, I've been kept doing this throughout the whole process of, you know, this is the car. I don't know what exactly it's going to be, but I know it's going to be the best thing for me um, as I'm doing this. I'm going to come out with, and then on to on Tuesday, we're like, all right, let's um, let's make this happen. So I, we, and we really liked the first dealer. I told you that's that Toyota dealer, the very first thing. The company that owns that dealership actually owns a couple of Nissan dealerships. In fact, the one with the bad salesperson, they own that one as well. Huh. So I reached out to the first guy named Bill and was like, hey, Bill, um, we've been driving these things around. Um, and actually, this was still this was still Monday afternoon. You know, we've decided that what kind of car we went with this Nissan. I know that you don't have it there because you're a Toyota dealership, but is it something that you could help us with in one of your sister dealerships? Um, and he's like, well, unfortunately, no. Like, I'm kind of limited to right here, but let me connect you with somebody at a, one of our other dealerships, the Nissans, that can help you. Um, and so he was like, I'll, I'll let me send a message to him and I'll have somebody call you. So within an hour, we got a call from another bill at, yeah. another, at the Nissan, at this other Nissan dealership, which um, was actually the same Nissan dealership that I bought my last car from. Um, but now since we moved, we're not quite as close to it anymore. So we hadn't gone there before, but um, so he reached out and we made arrangements then to come in um, to check out specifically the Nissan Ultima that they had on, on premises that kind of checked all the boxes for us. Um that they had. So in you go. <laughs> so we get them on Tuesday. Uh, it was raining. Um, Bill uh, wasn't there yet, but he had got the car set up and ready for us. Um, we went in. It's like, oh yeah, Bill said you're coming. Would you guys like to take take it for a drive before he gets here? Here are the keys. Uh, so I took it on a quick test drive. I'm like, that's it. Um, and we made it happen. And on Tuesday we drove home uh, in my new Nissan Altima. Mm. And of what color? It is gray. The exact same oh. color as my previous two Nissan <laughs> Ultimas. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. So, well, it's, and, and again, it's so, so what I found really interesting too, which I think is a, it's a good lesson for all of us as well, right? Is that, you know, in buying something like this, you know, a car, you got to buy it. You got to buy a new car, a new Nissan from a Nissan dealership. That's just, that's just the way the rules work. Right. But, you know, Bill at the Toyota dealership, I think you said that he was the one that you just really appreciated the most that you, that you yep. liked the most. 
And so, you know, how was it to, you know, to have that thought come in, you know, and I guess maybe that's, that's maybe part of the, the spiritual journey too, is it's like, why did you decide to call Bill at Toyota when you knew he couldn't sell you a Nissan? Right. Well, I mean, we didn't know an idea came in somewhere, but yeah, I mean, I didn't know that he couldn't do it. And so I'm like, is it something that you could do? Like, can you help me with, uh, because it's at a sister dealership, could they maybe like ship it to your location and you could sell it to me? Like what, what, you know, what can we, cause we really liked working with you there when we test drove that first thing in the morning. And so we'd love to be able to work with you on this as well. Um, Interesting. But you know, again, where, uh, you know, you met somebody that you had a good connection with, you felt the good energy reach back out, you know, again, can you help me? And sure enough, right. He was able to find somebody, um, at one of the sister dealerships who, mm-hmm. you know, again, I mean, if he's a good salesperson and he's, you know, we just talked about this on the one that we just recorded before. Right. But Bill did you a solid, mm-hmm. he might've gotten paid for it. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if they have some inner inter dealership kind of bonus thing or something, but he probably just did you a solid like, Hey, I'm grateful that these people told me that they really enjoyed working with me. Let me help them find someone like me at the Nissan dealership. Right. And, and be able to set you up for, even though I'm not the one making the sale, right. Bill's going to get compensated from the universe in one way or another. The fact that we're sitting here saying his name and you're thinking about him and (laughs) I'm thinking about him, Bill's getting some blessings. (laughs) Right. Um, But, but what's interesting, I just find that kind of a fascinating, that's one of those different possibilities. I never even would have thought uh, to do that. Or even the idea of you looking at it and saying, you know what, we really had a bad, experience with that salesperson at the other Nissan dealership, let's, you know, open it up and see what are some of the other uh, Nissan dealerships that are around. Now, I want to bring this up too, to kind of talk about, you know, maybe to kind of close up a little bit, but what's interesting is you ended up effectively buying the same car just a few years newer. Right. And And so drive. Yeah. It all will drive. And you went through this whole process. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you kind of came down to what I will say, you know, because again, people that are skeptical of what we're talking about would say, oh, Brad, he, this was not spiritual at all. Brad just selected what he was comfortable with. And he's trying to uh, justify you know, and come up with these reasons or these things to make it into a spiritual thing. And it's not, it was an unconscious, uh, you know, subconscious decision because that's what Brad was familiar with. So how would you respond back to somebody um, on that? Because again, I know that's not what happened, but I can see a lot of people saying exactly that, that thing. So two things. Um, First is, um, the reason why I went back to the Kia dealership was because I really wanted that to be the one. Like, I'm like, you know what? It's a different, it, it, it's just a, something different that I've not had before. Um, it's not the same. Like it doesn't have, 
like things are in different places. It doesn't, you know, it's it's a different color than what I'm used to. Like I, I wanted that to be the, the choice, and that's what I told my wife is like I really want this to be the one. Like I don't, you know, I want something different. I don't necessarily want it to feel like I'm just doing the same thing over. And so I was trying to 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 consciously pick something different. But at the end of the day, I realized like that was while well, it was a great car um, and it checked out, checked off all the boxes. It just wasn't the right fit. It just didn't have the right feel for me. And my wife fit the same thing. Like she's like, I said, after we test drove the Nissan that second time, she was like, yeah, it's going to be the Nissan. She's like, she could feel it too. When she was driving that, that was the one that was going to be best. Well, so you use that, that little word, that F word again, feel right. You, you felt it. I mean, again, you know, all the cars that you drove fit the 3d criteria, right? Yeah. And so, you know, any of them would have been suitable for what you needed the car to do. Mm -hmm. But what was important is the feel part of it, right? Not the thinking, the thinking you already did and kind of coming up with the criteria the thinking you already did and kind of, you know, f- figuring out where the local dealers were that were within your area, setting aside the time, but then it becomes an exercise of feeling into it. Right. And, yep. and, and I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember, you know, many years ago it was when the, the Priuses had been out for a little while and I thought, Oh, you know, maybe to be nice, you know, a lot higher gas mileage, more, more eco-friendly. Yep. And so I remember I went to, cause I've, I've had Toyotas for a long time um, myself. That's just what I've gravitated to over and over again, just because of, for a lot of different reasons. But, um, <clears throat> and so I remember going and test driving a Prius because again, I, I had kind of thought, well, this, this would be different. Right. Yep. But I remember getting in and sitting down and there was just something about the way everything was configured that I just didn't feel comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of weird, but it was a feeling. It wasn't anything analytical, you know, necessarily, but I just didn't feel right sitting in it. Right. And I'm guessing, again, you probably kind of you, you can tell the reason you test drive is literally when you get in and sit down, you can kind of feel what's right for you or what's not right for you. Right. And like, if I, if I sit down, I might feel one way, Brad sits down in the same car, he may feel a different way. Right. Because again, energetically alignment, everything is, is kind of different for us. But I think that's where, you know, getting back to that feeling and realizing that that one just felt right. You just knew that was the right one, even though you were wanting it to be the Kia. Right. <laughs> right? And, and, so again, was, and, so, was, and so again, I, you know, I get it. It's like, no, I want something different, but, but you also didn't just try to plow forward with that and say, no, I'm just, I'm going to do the Kia because I can't do the same thing that I've always done. Right. It's like, right. I mean, I wear the same shoes, the same exact shoes, right. I've got, I've got one model of, you know, running shoes that I wear all the time, same brand, same model. I buy the same one. I've been doing that for eight years, five years, eight years, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't even go look at other ones. Right. 
um, because it feels right to me, right? And every time I get a new one, it just feels right, you know? And so again, we don't have to change just for the sake of changing, you know, but hey, at the same point, if I get this this tap that says, hey, you, you know, you should go check out this other kind of shoe next time, I'm going to go listen. I'm going to go check out another kind of shoe. Mm -hmm. I might still come back and decide to buy the other one, but that doesn't matter. What matters is that you actually are following, right? Yep. Following the breadcrumbs, following the inspiration, learning in the process um, along the way. Because again, you know, you're walking, you were walking into the unknown. You didn't know what car you were going to get for sure. Um, I mean, you didn't know until Wednesday afternoon, you know, or sorry, Monday, Monday afternoon, you know, probably which one you were going to go with. You had three days of, you know, just trying stuff out, seeing how you feel, try something out, see how you feel, try something out, see how you feel. Right. Which again is, mm -hmm. That's a way to make everything as into a spiritual experience, right? Does this feel right? Try something else. Does this feel right? Get quiet. Go within yourself. Does this feel right? Does that feel right? Right? These are all part of learning how to trust ourselves better and um, and kind of go along with, with the process, right? And, and again, it can be applied to a new car. It can be applied to lots of different things, Right. I'm doing some, I'm not going to get into the whole thing because we got to wrap up this episode, but I'm doing some landscaping on the side of my house. And again, most people would just go out there, drop the plans, do everything, you know, done, hire somebody, whatever, get it all done to whatever preconceived thing they had in mind. I knew kind of similar to you, there's a criteria of why I need to do some of the landscaping for drainage, for some storage, for some just general beautification, right? There's some different criteria and reasons for why, why I'm trying to do it. And I had a general idea, but I've been sitting with this for a few months. I've been looking at this part of my property and just kind of thinking about it and coming up with different possibilities. And even now, you know, my yard is somewhat torn up because I'm just doing a little bit. It's like, well, I don't quite have all the details worked out yet. And so I'd go out there and, you know, rake around, shovel some stuff, move things, move some of the rocks, and then go and sit down and think about it again. And then go out and do a little bit more and go back and think about it again, right? And again, as I'm doing those little things, I'm getting closer and closer. And at the end of the day, does it really matter 3D? No, it doesn't matter at all. Does not matter. I didn't, I wouldn't, I didn't even have to do anything. But I'm choosing to use that particular experience as a way for me to have a spiritual experience, for me to feel gratitude and love for my property and my house and the land and the trees and everything else and trying to beautify it and feeling that love and that gratitude for it, of listening, trying to listen and co-create what I'm creating with the help of the universe, right? By listening and, and seeing what would be in my highest and best interest of doing it, right? Mm -hmm. I could have gone out there and I could have banged everything out in a day, but I chose to go slower because I'm trying to use this 
as a growth experience as well and to help me kind of tune in better. So anything, anything that you're doing can be, we've talked about washing dishes and cleaning your house before and different things that, um, but this is a little bit more in depth on here's a real life example of how you can take what seems like a pretty meaning, meaningless uh, 3D experience and actually, you know, turn it into something spiritual. Yeah. And if you have further doubts about the spiritual nature of it, I had gone in thinking that I wanted to pay f- ideally $400 or less a month. That would kind of put me in line with what I had previously. Um, based on, and I, you know, looked at the money that I had coming from the car that got totaled from the insurance company. And I'm like, okay, I think if I put most of this money down on it and whatever like that with money pay, I can come up with, with, with that number. Um, so I get to the dealer and when going through the process, they're like, well, we can only use half of what, you know, we're up to a half of what you've got available to put down. We can only accept that for the process. Um, and so, you know, I, I told him like I, I do. Like, like they, to they, they told you you could only put a certain amount the down. Budget. They capped. Yeah, the, oh yeah. wow! Okay. Because they want to make sure they get their certain interest or you know. Yeah, and their origination fee and everything. Yeah, all that kind of okay. stuff, right? Um, and so I had tried to go for four. You know, I wanted like four hundred less. Um, my 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 car payment is five hundred dollars and twenty two cents a month. And there's enough money left over that half I didn't use to easily cover that hundred dollars extra for the, for the duration of, of the of the long period. Well, and so that's again one where you know at first you could have looked at it and said, "Oh man, this isn't working out the way I want it to," but it worked yep. out exactly just in a different format because, like you said, that since they wouldn't allow you to to pay all the money down, it's like, oh well, okay, and then I'll just. I'll just put that in my savings account and that'll kind of supplement the extra hundred dollars. And I'm still actually further ahead than where I kind of wanted to be. It just showed up different than you were expecting, but net net, it's the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Well, Brad, thank you for sharing. Right. I mean, because again, we're just trying to, to share things that are practical and what we're doing and show people that, you know, a lot of this stuff can be pretty practical and um, and isn't, you know, necessarily just sitting saying om for 45 minutes. But the more that you incorporate spirituality and kind of the sacredness into everything you do, you don't need to spend four hours a day on a mat because you're spending 16 of your waking hours doing a little bit of something every day, um, which is which is a great, great point. So. All right. Anything, any final, final uh, things there, Brad, on that? Enjoy, enjoy the car ride, I guess. Enjoy the um, car ride. As the Germans would say, Farfeknugen, right? Volkswagen, the joy of driving. They kind of took that as the marketing tagline. But anyway, but no, it's, it's, I think too, it's, it also shows that, um, I think sometimes on a spiritual or religious path, sometimes we feel like we have to um, be austere Mm. and we have to, uh, uh, you know, uh, with withhold or, you know, not, not, not do some of these things, but, you know, at least, at least for me and a lot of what I've been taught, it's, 
it's more important to feel happy and get yourself in that, in those places of gratitude and love. And, you know, when you go out and get in your car and you're sitting there in the driveway, or you're driving down the road, it's going to put you in that better sense of well-being, which is, again, when you're in that state of well-being, messages come through more, um, you know, and you're actually living more of a spiritual life at that point. So well done, well done on the new car. So. I would say come and I'd give you a, I'd give you a drive sometime, but um, <laughs> if you ever in this neck of the woods, I'm in that neck of the woods. I'm getting a, I'm getting a car ride from Brad. That's right. And I'm going to wear my seatbelt too, because <laughs> it's the right thing to do. Anyway, it's the law. <laughs> it's the law. <laughs> this here's the law in Ohio. Okay. Um, <laughs> I could go way down rabbit holes on that. So with that, everybody go out, have a great rest of your week and, uh, you know, start, start thinking about some of the things that you're doing uh, normally anyway, and see how you can actually use them as a, as a, as a way to improve uh, and see things uh, much more from a spiritual standpoint. So with that, we'll see y'all on the next episode. Catch you guys later. <laughs>